Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I got to tell, tell Ted next time I talk to him that that bite me line gets me every time. <laughs> I, I laugh every time I hear that line. I, I got to find out where it's from. I, I got to find out where that's from. Uh, welcome back to the program. 401 is the time. Top of the hour to you, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Gwynn and Chris. On San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Coming up here shortly, a little round of Chris versus The Fans. Then we'll have Mandy Bell from MLB.com, the Cleveland Indians. A bunch of dummies over there in Cleveland. We'll get the latest on what's going on with the tribe. We'll also check in while we have Mandy Bell on the program with our all-time favorite, former San Diego Padre, Fran Mil Reyes. See how he's doing in Cleveland. Uh, Big Five is coming your way. Manny Margot just got a haircut. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I tell you. The big fella. The big fella. We'll check in on him with Mandy Bell uh, here in a little bit as well. Big Five. And then in the 5 o'clock hour this evening, Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show. And that leads us into uh, Padre Baseball, the pregame show at 540 this evening. And then 640, the first pitch. The Padres and the Dodgers. Garrett Richards looking for his first victory as a San Diego Padre, Tony Gwynn Jr. And uh, he's pitched okay. Uh, Jock Peterson got him last week. A couple of plays that uh, tough plays that didn't get made behind him. Really tough plays. I'm not. I don't want to be critical of Trent, Trent Grisham not making a leaping catch at the top of the center field wall to take a triple away from Chris Taylor, but uh, a couple of plays like that, matter of inches one way or the other, set things up for Jock Peterson and the Dodgers. They went on to win that game 7-6. Ross Stripling will pitch for the Dodgers tonight as the Padres, never mind leveling off the series. Let's go up 2 nothing in this series. You win the first right. game every time. Let's win the second game also. Uh, and we'll see about the mystery of Kirby Yates. Hopefully the Padres will be in a situation to use Yates, and he'll be ready to pitch tonight. Uh, after last night they went with Drew Pomeranz and uh, effectively went with Drew Pomeranz in the ninth inning. Uh, Drew Pomeranz has allowed one hit this season. That's just absolutely ridiculous. So I think he's good. faced like 24 or 5 batters too, Tony. It's not like it's... Lefties and righties too. You know what was interesting is they said last night, and, and I'm going by the TV broadcast, they said lefties against Drew Pomeranz this year were 0 for 2. So they really have been mainly righties, right? They've been they've been they haven't been letting him face too many lefties. Yeah. But he's getting all the right handers out anyway, so uh 
Uh, Drew Pomerantz really pitching great great right now for the Padres. Outstanding pickup. And, you know, the other thing, just to just to stir the pot a little bit while we got the, bo- the water boiling, but if you did, if you did find a deal that you liked for Kirby Yates, considering he's a free agent at the end of the year, if you did find a deal, keep in mind that if Drew Pomerantz were to struggle a little bit or go into a slump, you got Emilio Pagan on this roster too. This is a guy who saved 20 ball games last year for Tampa Bay. So it's not like you don't have any more options. The Padres bullpen is a an embarrassment of riches right now, Tony. Don't forget, and next year you'll be adding Munoz back to the to the. That's right. Well. Andres Munoz will come back to it next year as well. So anyway, I'm just stirring the pot a little bit. But uh, let's get into some Chris versus the fans right about now. See how your trivia is. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Scraby, why don't you uh, give us the rules? You have to make it through three questions. Each question is going to get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. What are we playing for today, guys? We are playing for a $50 gift card from Rochambeau's. Rochambeau's are virtually unbreakable, bend in half, flexible, and so light they float. These polarized lenses are available for the whole family. Rochambeau's is San Diego hometown brand. Visit Rochambeau's.com. That's R-O-S-H-A-M-B-O-S.com. And uh, mentioned yesterday, they're one of the sponsors of our pre- and post-game show as well, Tony, on Padre Baseball, offering uh, prizes every time the Padres hit a home run. And right now, no <laughs> team in Major more. League Baseball has hit more home runs than the Padres. Yeah, 30 that is... home runs. They are the only team in the league with that many. They also lead Major League Baseball in stolen bases. That's a that's a very nice combination to have right now. Oh, the they lead it in ba- pretty much all base running categories. Uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll explain one of these shows as we get down the line. Okay. Uh, let's get started uh, with our first contestant, Stephen out in Escondido. Welcome to Gwen and Chris. Stephen, how are you doing today? I'm good, guys. Go Padres. Go hey, Padres is correct. Here we go. First question. What did the Saints successfully pull off to start the second half of Super Bowl 44? That would be an onside kick. That would be correct. Nice work. We move to round number two. RG3 led his team to the playoffs in 2012, but was defeated at home by what team? Did you say RG3? RG3. Steve is like, what in the world was RG3 doing in the playoffs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't remember him being in the playoffs. Um... You got a guess? Let's say the Cowboys. The Cowboys. The Cowboys. Stay that is there. Correct. He had a uh, two touchdown lead in this game, if I recall, and then uh, lost it to uh, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. That is correct. He Steven. also tore up his knee. 
And he did tear up his knee. Uh, Stephen, thank you for competing. And he, yes, he never recovered, really. Uh, let's move to Chuck and Ramona. Chuck, welcome to Gwyneth Chris. How are you doing today? Hey, Chuck. I'm doing well, guys. Thanks. No problem. Here we go. First question. <laughs> Scraby, you are a trip. What are mounds of sand that have been windblown called? Dunes. Dunes. Wow. That is correct. I was a little I am nervous. So but glad you got that, Chuck, because I had no clue. Because <laughs> you're not. You, there, there might. There's a lot of people that go out to the desert a lot here in San Diego. So I figured someone uh-huh. would know it. Yes. Yes. Uh, All right. We moved to round number two. What NFL kicker was responsible for missing a 47-yard field goal, often described as wide right? Uh, and, uh, Buffalo Bills get there. Norwood? Oh, yes, he, did. he pulled it out. Pulls it out. I was almost about to say we're going to accept the team, but you got it. <laughs> nice word. word. Good word. All right. All right. Here we go. Round number three. <laughs> oh, this guy was one of my favorites. Who is the Major League Baseball player nickname? Tony Plush. Oh, plush or Clutch? Plush. P L U C S H. Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, you know what? I don't even know. I have no idea who that is. I don't even know. I don't even know either before I looked up this question. I Chris, didn't know uh, you like this guy, Tony Gwynn. How oh, does yeah. Chris know this? <laughs> well, because played. I follow baseball, and I probably drafted this guy on my fantasy team a couple of times. He's a good player, Niger Morgan. Niger Morgan. I am stunned. That is correct. Yes, I am stunned. Sorry, good Chuck. Good player. Good player, Tony, Tony Plush right? played as hard as anybody I've ever been around all I the time. I love that nickname. <laughs> and he, I think it's a self-nickname, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's not really getting to himself. It, that makes it even better. <laughs> All right, here we go. We'll move to our next contestant. Chuck, nice work, man. Almost got to the end there. We'll move to Francisco. Francisco, welcome to Winter Chris. How are you doing today? Hey, Francisco. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going Good. well, going well. Here we go. First question. Another Scraby special. If you have already had the coronavirus... You will have these in your blood. Antibody? That is Yay. correct. Nice work. Very good. We move to round number two. Here we go, Francisco. Where did Dennis Erickson coach before he was hired as the head coach of the 49ers in 2003? Can you say his name again, please? Sorry. Dennis Erickson. Dennis Erickson. Can you say his name again? Uh, I need to Google a bit. No. Um, <laughs> He's not Googling, yeah, Scraby. Be, be, be straight up, will you, Scrape? I am. Um, Come on now. I'll just say Utah. Honestly, I don't know. Utah. <laughs> that is I know that's not right. Uh, I don't know this one for sure, but I am going to go with the U. The <laughs> U. Oh, also wow. incorrect, Francisco. You move on. The answer is Oregon State. 
Oh, he that's had right. wide Snuck receivers T.J. Yeah. Hushmanzada and yeah. Chad Johnson on that team, and then the forty, right. and then Snuck he ruined the Forty ers franchise. So, no, the Forty Niners ruined the Forty Niners. Thanks for that, Dennis Erickson. You're a whiner. Thanks Here for that, we go, Francisco. Question number three. Go, Francisco. Court, Kurt, Court, Kurt Warner, famously played on an Arena League football team in the nineties. What was the team name? Um. We'll call them Mean Machine. <laughs> the Mean Machines. <laughs> that is incorrect, Chris. Scraby. Oh. Don't get mad. Iowa Barnstormers. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct, Francisco. I apologize for the. He deserves it if he's going to get that. Chris does. Chris does. He does. All right. We'll move on. Anthony, welcome to Good and Chris. Hey, How are you doing today? I believe this is Anthony. Anthony, this is you. Hello? Anthony. I hear Anthony. a lot of car noise. I heard a little All car right, noise well. as well. All right. All right we'll let's go to the to, next. Let's move to Tom out in Oklahoma. home. I think Anthony was the one we couldn't get on the air yesterday, too. Oh, oh right. Maybe. I think you're right. Tom, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, Tom, Tom, welcome to Gwen and Chris. How you doing today? Good. I wanted to tell Chris that the bite me comment came as a response to. Oh, well, oh. then I'm sure whatever whatever that guy said deserved that response. Well, I did get that DM as well, and it's that's it's from a baseball game. He said it during a baseball game. Okay, right. It was on the air. I think I remember him saying yeah. it. I just didn't remember oh, what funny, it was man. about. Alright, here we go. First question, Tom. What team drafted Mookie Betts in the fifth round of the 2011 Amateur Draft? Um, Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox. Correct. Correct. We'll move to Very question good. number two. Very good, Tony. This four-time Pro Bowl quarterback played with the Jets, Cardinals, and most notably, the Bengals. Who is he? Um, Boomer Esiason. Yeah. Boomer Esiason. Correct again. You know his real first name, just for fun. I do not. Eldrick? Waldo. Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Waldo might be just as good as his real first name. Uh, Norman is his real ah, first name. Ah, Norman Esiason. <laughs> I would go by Boomer, too. Yeah, yeah I would, too. Here we go. Question number three for the win. For the win. What NFL Hall of Famer is sometimes credited with helping bring free agency to the NFL? A player? Player. Um, Denny Green. Denny <laughs> Green. We are who they <laughs> That is incorrect. Chris. I don't yeah, know where Chris is going to go with this one. I don't think Chris is going to know this one, is, to be honest with you. Uh, it's, it's not popping into my head, so... 
It's a good thing. I'll say uh, Tony Dorsett, but I know that's Tony Dorsett. When I hear it, I'm going to be mad. We have ourselves a winner. Tom, congratulations. The answer is Reggie White. Oh, really? Was it? I did The Reverend. Did not know that at all. So I couldn't even have pulled that one out. So. Hang on the line, Top Scraby. We'll take care of you uh, and get your information. Good we, way. however, need to get to a break. When we return, we were lucky enough to catch up uh, with beat writer of the Cleveland Indians, Mandy Bell, uh, and she schooled us on what exactly happened with uh, Clevenger and, and Plesak, both pitchers in that roster, as they made bonehead decisions. We'll discuss when we return. Gwen and Chris San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3. Welcome back in to Gwen and Chris. I'm Tony Gwen Jr., Chris Ello, and joining us on the SDCCU fan hotline, Mandy Bell, Indians beat writer, MLB.com. Mandy, thank you for joining us today. How's your day going? Uh, it's been a little bit hectic over here in Cleveland, but not too too bad. I hope you yeah. guys are doing well. We're doing we're doing all right. I think we're 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 trying we're 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 hanging on like everybody else right now. Um, exactly. Want to talk want to talk a little bit about this Indian squad specifically? What has kind of transpired over the last forty eight hours? Now, uh, uh, Zach Plesek, uh took a beating for apparently getting out to meet with some friends out in, in the town in Chicago, uh, only 24 hours later to find out he was not alone. Um, and, and Clevenger, one of the, the premier pitchers on this, in this rotation, was also along with him. How did this all come about? Because as I've heard, uh, Clevenger was one of the main guys defending uh, Plesak in the team meeting that went on. How did this, end up, how did this extra information end up coming about, Mandy? Yeah, we talked to Indians president uh, of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti, just a few hours ago, and, and we were asking how how did that happen? How did you guys find out first about Plesak? And then how did it escape you guys that, that he wasn't alone and, and that Clevenger was also there? And, and how did you find out 24 hours later? Um, he, he decided to keep everything internal. He didn't, he didn't want to uh, give us too much uh, specifics about how this uh, all came about how they learned it. They they kept a lot of things private, but I, I mean it's it's a tough situation because the Indians reacted quickly when they found yeah. out about Plesak. He did not come into the ballpark on Sunday in Chicago. Um, they arranged a car service to drive him home, which is a little bit over a five hour drive, um, and they didn't want him to to come into the ballpark just in case he would have been exposed to anything uh, COVID related. And he, they didn't want him to bring that into the clubhouse, especially with a high risk individual like Carlos. Rasco on the team right. and so they were extra precautious they didn't they assume that he wasn't exposed to anything they know that this is really extra precautious but that's the way that they want to take this because we've seen how everything's played out with the marlins and the cardinals and they don't want to be next and so um it's tough to to know that clevenger saw this happening knew that he was there too and and still boarded the team flight back sunday night and uh yeah it's it's been a lot for them to handle over the last few days but uh, they're now on the restricted list for the next few days in self-quarantining. Wow. Mandy, you don't have the uh, the access, none of the journalists do, to the players like you would normally have, but I assume that uh, these are guys that, uh, you know, right now their teammates probably aren't all that happy with them either. Um, how do you think it's going to play out in Cleveland? Do you think that the, the team will 
levy some sort of uh, fine or some sort of suspension, or will the players deal with this in-house, or how will it all wind up, do you think? It honestly could go either way. We asked Antonetti if there would be any type of penalty like that, anything else that's going to be coming, and they said that they want to keep that in-house as well. Um, But this is a team that's very open uh, with their communication, and and I know that there's so many team meetings. They had one on Sunday, which you already alluded to. They had one on Sunday about Plesak, and and they they want to keep things uh, open and honest, and they did the same just a few minutes ago out on the field at Progressive Field here um, before the game started. They're always talking, and uh, the front office is very open to always hearing their opinions. So if the players would come up with something that they feel um, would be appropriate for any other further penalties for them, then they would voice those as well, and, and the front office would hear it. Um, I don't know if that's the case. We just got off uh, a Zoom call with Francisco Lindor, and he just said, look, they, they have to earn our trust back. And we mm-hmm. understand that everybody's human and everybody makes mistakes, but this is a tough scenario right now. Um, and you have to, when you look yourself in the mirror right now, you're not looking at yourself. You're not looking at the first set of eyes that you see. It's it's the people that are behind you. And that's what we're focused on right now. So um, I, I do think that understandably so the team is frustrated with their choices, especially because they're relying on this rotation right now as the offense struggles. Um, but uh, I think it's just going to be a matter of just earning the trust back whenever they do rejoin the team. Yeah. I mean, Terry Francona is another guy who is a high risk individual who's kind of rushing to get back and, and and it's disappointing to 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 hear news like this. Mandy Bell, Indians beat writer, uh MLP.com joins us here on the SDCCU fan hotline and and Mandy, you alluded to it a little bit with Lindor, but um this team is 10 and 7 and and, and largely because of their pitching rotation. Um you alluded to a little bit, there's got to be some disappointment amongst the players. And, and do you think this is something that could have some carryover effect uh, even once these guys return? Because as you mentioned, and as Lindor eloquently said, uh, when you look yourself in the mirror, it's not just about you. It's about everybody else that you're surrounding on that ball club. Yeah, it could. I mean, it, it's going to depend. It's going to depend on on how remorseful I think that Plesak and Clevenger both are. Um, I know Francona and Antonetti both have been in communication with the two of them over the last two days. Um, They wouldn't tell us exactly how their response was. Um, I know Francona said that that their responses, they're in different uh, levels of acceptance right now. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't don't know exactly what that means. I know Pleaseback just posted on Instagram um his his sort of apology and moving forward and putting everything behind him and learning from this experience so i I think he's moving forward with it i think that'll go a long way with the teammates uh, whenever they do come back and and just seeing how sincere they are about the mistakes that they made um and i i think that that will help i mean this team had a a taste of what this was like during summer camp because fran mel reyes went to a fourth of july event without a mask on and he was away from the team for three days um, and while he got precautionary testing done, and uh, although that was summer camp and not really as impactful as the regular season, they got an idea of what this was like and how to accept a player back after that. So I, I think that'll help them in, in doing this as well. But um, it's all just going to depend, and I think it's going to largely depend on how Clevenger and Plesak handle it. Mandy Bell, uh, the uh, beat writer for the uh, Cleveland Indians, MLB.com. You mentioned uh, one of my favorite players in all of baseball there for a second, uh, Fran Mil Reyes. Uh, we loved him mm-hmm. here in San Diego. 
again, I know you don't have the same contact with players that uh, the media normally has, but how is Fran Mill doing? Has he kind of recovered from that uh, stumble? And uh, is he is he getting the attention in Cleveland that, say, he had in San Diego, where everybody seemed to love everything that that guy did, especially the distance that he could hit home run balls? I think if we didn't have the, the shutdown because of the coronavirus to start the season, he absolutely would be getting that attention right now. Um, it's a little bit different because uh, Cleveland was trying to get adjusted to him on the fly last year in the second half of the season. Uh, he was a little out of sorts transitioning into a DH role and learning a new organization. But when he came to spring training this year in Arizona, my goodness, he just seems so much more comfortable, uh, so much like himself and like those videos that we all saw on, on social media where he's singing and he's doing all these things there where he just has that big kid <laughs> personality that just made him so fun and lovable for a fan base. So uh, he started to settle into that type of a person spring training. Um, he was really on fire hitting the ball. I mean, he was just crushing everything. It seemed like it was like a home run derby, uh, our personal little home run derby every time he took batting practice. And then when the break happened, he went home uh, to the Dominican and didn't see live pitching for three and a half months. And so when he came back, his timing was a little off. He was a little frustrated. Um, and, and now he starts to, he's starting to seem like he's settling in at the plate uh, a little bit better. His timing's starting to look a little bit better. So I think the more that he gets comfortable again, he'll settle into that personality, and I think that he'll be just as loved in Cleveland as, as what he was on the West Coast because those videos are some of my favorite things to watch. Yeah. <laughs> he certainly has a, an infectious personality, no doubt about it. Real quick, Mandy, uh, what's the latest on, on Terry Francona? I know that he was taking a few days uh a uh, couple of maybe maybe last week um where where are we at with his health today yeah he's coming back today for the first time he's missed the last 10 days um because of uh some minor stomach issues that he's had to go through he explained a little bit today without giving us too many details um that he's had five or six surgeries over the past 11 months uh wow. so it's almost been a year now that he's been having some difficulties um, and with some muscles in there that are constantly in spasm. And so he's been trying to figure everything out. He realized August 1st when the team was in Minnesota, um, he was having those problems along with some back problems that became too overwhelming. And he said, look, I, I feel like I'm not a benefit to be here right now. Um, and if you know Terry Francona, that takes a lot for him to yeah. admit. So yeah. the fact that he was away from the team for so long, you, you knew the, the type of difficulties that he was going through. But he had another procedure over this past week at the Cleveland Clinic. They think that he's at least in a better spot to be back with the team. And he said today, it, it's not going to be easy or the smoothest sailing, but I feel like I, I need to be here and I want to be here. So so he's back today. And, and he did, despite all of this other stuff, seem to be excited to be back and, and had his, you know, typical comical ways of explaining everything so the humor hasn't gone away that's good oh that well, Mandy is bell i tell you one thing you've been the probably the the most relaxed beat writer in all of mlb.com with the indians and just real quick before we let you go speaking of the indians how long do you think it'll be the indians is that is is that subject still up for debate oh the subject is still there i think that they're taking the next few months uh to talk about uh, their their best path forward, and I know that they want to meet with Native American groups in the area to get their feedback um, and, and what they think, and they just want to really understand the opinions that people have, and I think that's that's basically their, their top priority right now. It's difficult because they're in the middle of a season to talk about completely rebranding an organization, so I think the timing of it was challenging for them for all of this to come about. 
Um, but that doesn't mean that it's going away. It doesn't mean that they're trying to prolong it. It's just something that, that they're trying to balance while also focusing on a season. So I, I think that this would be a, a bigger topic in the off season when they do have the time to, to really break it down and, and make whatever decision they think is, is going to be best moving forward. Yeah, no doubt about it. Mandy, uh, we certainly appreciate you giving us your time to kind of break down what's going on out there in Cleveland, and uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Thanks, No Mandy. problem. Mandy Bell, Indians beat writer, MLB.com, on the SDCCU fan hotline, San Diego County Credit Union. <clears throat> excuse me, has low mortgage loan rates, equal housing opportunity. For details, call 877-SDCCU for you or to apply online, visit sdccu.com. All right, uh, let's get to break. When we come back, we got a big five. Scraby in this big five wants to know if athletes should be fined for swearing. Boy, I tell you, you're something else, Scraby. This is going to Chris San Diego's get off number my one sports station. 97.3, the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to the program chris hello tony gwynn jr name of the program is gwynn and chris People ask me about that from time to time, by the way, Tony. What did they ask you about? They want to know why your name is first. And I'm like, are you kidding me? What the name idea? Gwyn is synonymous with San Diego and sports. I'm not going to miss out on the opportunity to use that as the lead name on the program. Plus, you're a whole lot better than me, which is, you know, the other reason that we go with it. I, I think it would it would be like... 
it'd almost be like my uncle was doing a show if we named it the other way around. I, I remember. Oh that was, yeah, your that was uncle part Chris of the combo. Gwen. Right. Yeah, that's right. That would uh, that might confuse some people. If Chris and Gwen, way. like it would, it would, it would. Chris, Chris Gwen, and Gwen Chris would and be Gwen. Chris Gwen. Right, right, yeah, right. Nah, I next love the name you, of the next show. Thing you, next thing you know, my uncle's doing the show, and it's like, what well, yeah. was on the show? Like, no, yeah. he doesn't have a show. Yeah, and, and I don't. I, I want you to know, I do not go around telling people that I wish the order were reversed. I like the order. I think it's absolutely perfect. The only thing I would complain about is if we ever decided to change the name of the show, and it was something like Gwen and Chris, plus a little bit of Scraby. That I would have we trouble. We can't have that. sharing the marquee with him. No. Not Especially since he dinged earlier today to voice his displeasure with my idea that the Padres at least think about an offer for a second baseman if they get the right guy for Kirby Yates. Scraby didn't like that. No, it's all about the Crone Zone, man. The, it's all about the Crone Zone. The, the beauty is that it doesn't matter what Scraby thinks. <laughs> it doesn't matter! <laughs> 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 the beauty is it doesn't matter what Scraby thinks. Still coming up on the program, by the way, Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show, if you've never heard it before. It is a uh, runaway hit here on the program coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. And then Padre pregame an hour from right now, Padres and Dodgers tonight. I will have the pregame show for you. Jesse Agler will join me on, the, uh, on our get-together. And then at 6.40... It will be the first pitch between the Padres and the Dodgers. It'll be Ross Stripling throwing that first pitch for the Dodgers to Fernando Tatis Jr. Padres going with the exact same lineup today as they had yesterday. Noteworthy because it's the first time they've done that all season. All right, uh, this hour brought to you by Smart Investing. Tune in Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. to 97.3 The Fan. You'll be listening to the Smart Investing Show with Brent Wilsey and Chase Wilsey. They uh, run one of California's leading investment firms, Wilsey Asset Management. You'll discover one of the smartest hours on radio. Right now, you will discover a check of traffic. And uh, right after that, Scraby gets rolling on the Big Five. It's now time to expand our horizons, step outside the box. Who the hell are you guys? And turn this show upside down. No. Whatever it is, no. Quinn and Chris will now talk about the best of the rest in the one, the only, the extraordinary. The Big Five, which starts now on 97.3 The Fan. If you have any Big Five stories... You can find me on Twitter at Matt Scraby, or you can find Tony at Tony Good Jr., or you can find Chris at Chris LOSD. We actually have a suggestion from a listener today in our Big Five, so we'll get that into in one second. But first, did you guys know that the morning show had uh, Jeff Passan on today? There we go. You're up now. Did you guys know that? I nope. saw that. Yeah. I did see that. Well, he was on the show with Ben and Woods this morning, and they were talking about a multitude of things about Fernando Tatis Jr., but they were also talking about the growing chatter about Major League Baseball being in a bubble for the playoffs, and here is what Jeff Passan had to say this morning. I think Major League Baseball understands that bubbles work, or at least good bubbles have worked. The NBA's bubble has worked, the NHL's bubble has worked, and when you have a bubble uh, that has integrity, you have a chance to have a postseason with integrity, too. So uh, the format 
there are going to be hub cities. Like, you can't have it in one place. There's just no good place for it. And, it, you know, Southern California, to me, makes the most sense. And I think, I hope, that there will be playoff games in San Diego this year. Um, whether it is with the Padres qualifying for the playoffs and things being completely open uh, and, and them actually traveling, or it's uh, a, a bubble where you have uh, Dodger Stadium, Angel Stadium, and Petco Park, I feel like there will be some kind of baseball in late September and October in San Diego this year. Whew, I like the sound of that for viewing purposes, but that was Jeff Passon with Ben and Woods this morning. You mean viewing from home purposes? Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> gonna I'm going to try to get myself a media credential and get myself in to, there. Well, I'm sure you'd be first up on Major League Baseball's request list. Duh. Credentials. Duh. Uh, hey, 20. we're going to San Diego for the playoffs. Let's get that Scraby Scraby needs a credential. <laughs> Thank you, Manfred. Scraby a credential. <laughs> uh, Tony, you're going to be up first on this one. Is it bubble or bust for the Major League Baseball playoffs? It's got to be bubble. I mean, because you also have to remember, playoffs will take place in October, which is right around the time flu season is at its highest. Um and they're also expecting the second, the the quote unquote second wave of this coronavirus to happen. So wait, we haven't had it yet. <laughs> well, according to the experts, not. I'm oh, not an expert, but I'm so uh, over this thing. Yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> I think yes, we all. Uh, are yes, over. I, know, I know. I think that's part of the problem. Um, I think it is. I, I think you just have to be e- extraordinarily safe. Uh, because remember, the whole reason why, if we're being honest, the whole reason why we have a baseball season uh, is because the owners realized if they could get this thing safely done through the playoffs, it would be quite lucrative. Uh, so you would hate to have played this regular season only to not get a chance to play the playoffs. And I say that to say, why wouldn't you have it in a bubble in order to Give yourself the best chance to complete the season. Less teams, it should be. It's much more doable than having all thirty teams out here. Uh, I think it's something that should be done for sure. Chris, is it bubble or bust for Major League Baseball in their playoffs? I don't know if it's bubble or bust, but I think the bubble is a pretty good idea. Now, keep in mind, you're going to have sixteen playoff teams this year, so that's quite a few teams to deal with. Uh, so that's why I think Jeff Passan is correct when he says Southern California makes sense because you have three stadiums within close proximity to each other. And if need be, the teams could make the short travel from, say, San Diego to Anaheim for a game or two. But uh, I think it's something baseball really ought to start working on, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a month and a half away. So if, 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 if the bubble is a good idea, but they better start putting it into practice here or start, you know, figuring out some of the logistics of it because it's going to be upon us before you know it. It will be. It's kind of like football, not realizing that the coronavirus is here the whole time and sitting on their hands. <laughs> Let's hope and Major League Baseball does not do that. Four. All right, so during the break, we had a listener call in, Rich and Poway, and he wanted to know something from you guys, and so I'm going to ask it because it's pretty good. Chris, is Barry Bonds, in your mind, actually the home run leader for career and single season home runs? Is he, in your mind, the the number one person in that ranking? 
he's definitely the single season leader because I'm not willing to take down everybody from the list who would be on there. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't right. Barry Bonds, then it would have to be Mark McGuire, and I'm not ready to give it to him. And if it wasn't McGuire, it'd be Sammy Sosa, and I'm not really ready to give it to him. So, yes, Barry Bonds hit the most home runs in one season. And you can think about it beyond that, whatever you want to think about. And for career home runs, I do tend to think Henry Aaron's accomplishment might be more impressive but Tony and I have talked about this so many times, and the one thing about Barry Bonds is steroids or no steroids, the guy got one pitch to hit every single night, and every single night practically he deposited it in that bay over the right field wall at uh, San Francisco. So the guy's an amazing hitter. Uh, it's too bad that his name is uh, attached to steroids because it didn't really need to be. He still would have been amazing no. right. even if he didn't. But uh, So, yes, I do consider him the leader. And then you take it from there. Same way as I consider the Astros the champs in 2017. And then you take it from there. I like it. Tony, what is your thoughts on this? As Chris mentioned, we've talked about this at really a great length. And uh, I agree with him. Um, Pretty much all the way through. I mean, I, I agree that Hank Aaron over... I think he still should be considered the home run king in terms of career home runs um but again i i i remember seeing it up close and personal the guy got one pitch to hit and he just never missed it never I and mean, when i say he never he literally miss it he did a home run or he got a base hit that, those those were the only options well, I'm no, sure. he could have lined out hard he, to I'm right sorry, field. I'm sorry, yeah. He could have barreled <laughs> it up and lined out hard somewhere, which he did on yeah. occasion. Did he strike uh, out a lot? No. <laughs> no. Not too often. Barry didn't strike out very much. So the skill set in terms of getting the one pitch and actually squaring it up has nothing to do with steroids. Now, you could argue the distance in which the ball went had a lot to do with steroids. Uh, but listen, I I, 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 I stand with uh, Chris on this answer. All right, love it. Love watching Barry Bonds hit with the he had the he had the like the bionic arm. And I, then I he told had you the, guys, the he's back. the only guy that ever made me feel like I needed to back up in center field. <laughs> like not back up because he might hit the ball over my head, but back up because I feel like he's too close to me. He's going to hurt you <laughs> with yes. his bat speed. I need to separate more distance so uh, I have more time to react. Second baseman would turn around. Tony, where are you going, home? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Get back over here. I felt bad for, for infielders, honestly. It's the same it, it's it's the same thing that I'm sure they faced with John Carlo when uh, an infield coach runner on third less than two and your infield coach whistles that hey, infield in Heck like, no nope. <laughs> you come in I, I I like my life I don't I would not <laughs> right. like to die right now uh, in a Mercury news article I read this morning a quote stood out to me a source told the author that quote the number one issue facing college football is getting all the power five set up with one medical advisory board if all the other leagues I had uh, had the same medical information that we have there's not a president I know of that would look at our medical staff provide what our medical staff provided and decide that it was okay to go forward end quote Tony is the way NCAA sports governs itself going to change as we know it. It may have to. And you know what the sad part is? It may take 
uh, a league trying to push through this in order to get that to happen. That's the sad part. That's the sad part because as as we've already heard, there's a there's a difference of opinion between each league and their doctor. And so why do we have different doctors for different conferences? Shouldn't it be a a kind of one doctor kind of overseeing everything? Well, that person doesn't give them the answer that they want when they need it. No kidding. That might might happen from time time to time. I just think this is, to answer your question, yes. I think, uh, unfortunately, it, it might take... Uh, a conference trying to push through this to in order to get it, but yes, it should be governed by one doctor. Uh, but but the NCAA is struggling governing anything yeah. at this point. Yes, they are in trouble. Chris, is the way NCAA sports governs itself going to change as we know it? I don't know that it uh, is smart enough to figure out how to change. <laughs> That's the problem, and uh, Tony alluded to it right at the end there. I mean, the governing body for the NCAA is the NCAA, and they can't govern anything. So I I have a feeling that even though it would be great to have one voice, I don't think schools like Notre Dame and the schools from the SEC are ever going to agree to that one voice. All right, in the interest of time, no two. Number two. Number one. There are some people that like PGA Tour star Justin Thomas, and then there are some people who are over him. Those people being the TV broadcasters. While golfers have been caught saying bad words on TV, Justin Thomas is one of the repeat offenders. Multiple times, CBS and ESPN had to apologize on air for him dropping F-bombs. And the PJ Tour has said that they have notified players multiple times that they're not supposed to be doing this because it's being picked up by microphones and going out over the air. But, of course, everybody's still doing it. Uh, Chris, you're up first on this one. Where's the... Uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> you don't know your question? No, I, no, it's on two different pages. Anyway. Should players be fined for bad language because they have already been notified multiple times? I think they should. Just in this particular coronavirus pandemic of a world that we're living in right now. Yes. No fans is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, no fans. We can pick up everything you're saying. I, I think you get a couple of mulligans on this, speaking of golf, but... Correct. You know, if you're a repeat offender time and time and time again, eventually they got to stick you with a little fine or something just to get you to think twice about doing it. Tony, what do you think? You you played on the field? Yeah, this is a, this is an interesting one because um, a lot of times players, golfers are reluctant to accept having mics on for this very reason, and so you're you're willing to accept it. And now you might get fined because of your language. And the funny thing is, a lot of fans, they genuinely want to know what's going on and what's mm-hmm. being said down there. And I appreciate if, the F-bombs. If you started filtering out, <laughs> I appreciate the F-bombs. I do. I that love sounds them. like a lead-in at the top of the hour. But you'll never play it on your Don't show. you guys always, every time something happens, don't you go, oh, I got to rehear that again. You, you rewind a little bit, you hear it again, and then you move on. Well, I don't because not I, if I you did, have four kids in the room. Uh, right, true, I, I, true. I, I try. Hey, to, everybody, uh, gather around. Let's hear that again. <laughs> okay, all right, that was a stupid comment. But you know what? In this case, as Chris mentioned, knowing that there's no fans and that everybody is at home, most likely watching, you got to kind of make an adjustment on this one. Normally, I would say, nah, it should be how it is. If you want to, if you want the raw material, you get the raw material. But this is different. This isn't. This isn't normal time. So. I'll agree, Chris, once again on this one. 
Jim Nance is the only guy in the world that can make me feel better after someone swears. He's the only one that can make that kind of not seem awkward. like not as big yeah. a deal, you know? <laughs> yeah. All that right, F-bomb you might have heard. <laughs> you might have heard. Yeah. <laughs> because some people may have not have heard it. So That's right. All right, you might have heard from J.D. Wicker, the Aztec Athletic Director. Well, you will hear from him next on the end of college football this fall. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.